everyone, and welcome to Broadcast is Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name because it's all about Jesus living life on purpose for Him. Our energy, our motivation is different than the world's is. So when we're working, we're working on purpose. When we're serving our families, we're serving with the energy from the Holy Spirit. Our walk in our daily life has meaning. It has value. You have value. You are chosen by Christ. I'm really pumped up today because God has been doing something on my heart and I wanna share it with you before we have this conversation with Caleb Pierce with Maker's Coffee Co. in Pensacola, Florida. It's a really unique concept and we'll get to it. He's got a coffee cart that he sets up around town and is able to serve alongside others while serving coffee, making them coffee, having good conversations with people. How are you doing today? Just really present conversations. And so I'm excited for you to hear from Caleb. He is an entrepreneur, so it'll be good. He loves the Lord. But before we get to that, I just wanna ask you if you've ever thought to yourself, what am I doing? What am I doing? Is what I'm doing making an impact for Christ? Even bigger, sometimes people ask, am I making an eternal difference? If you're listening to this podcast, I know you want to use your position no matter what it is to broadcast God's love. You are here to find out how to do that. And so I'm reading a book right now. It's called Believe Bigger. It's by Marshawn Evans Daniels. And it has really ignited a fire in me to learn how to have purpose in my position. I sell health insurance. And just the purpose that I'm supposed to have in that job, it's more than a health insurance plan. And there's a quick story. It's a paragraph long in this book I'd like to read on page 251 of Believe Bigger. And it's talking about influence requires surrender. Now, Marshawn has been on The Apprentice and she talks about the experience in her book. And she just talks about what she learned from that experience and how God led her there. And after she was on the show about half a year later, someone reached out to her. Um, Their family member was going through something terrible with their health. They probably weren't gonna make it. And this family member said, will you just talk to her? And this woman had two children, holding her two children, barely able to talk. Marshawn did a FaceTime with her, did a video chat with her, very quick to do that. I think the book says the same day she was talking with this woman who was losing her life. So in that moment, talking to her on video, Marshawn felt a push from the Lord. She felt a nudge from the Lord. And without a script, Marshawn led this woman to the Lord. She calls her faith in the book. She doesn't give her real name, but Marshawn prayed a prayer. She said she was just hoping that it was the right words and she led faith to Christ. And so that night, Faith was saved. She talks about in the book that Faith had passed away overnight and Marshawn had found out the next morning that she had passed. But I want this to encourage you in your position because we have purpose every day. And I know we make mistakes, we're not perfect. I mess up all the time. Sometimes I wonder why God has called me to do this podcast when I can't even have a normal conversation with people sometimes about Jesus. It's just hard, 
but God is so much bigger than our circumstances and he is consistently showing me that I need to just keep plugging back into him that he is going to make a way. I cannot make a way, but he can make a way. So even though I feel unworthy, God has chosen me and I know I am worthy because he is worthy. He's the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and I'm his kid, just like you are his child. We are all called. And now we just have to step into our purpose, step into our calling. So I've kept you guys on long enough talking about on page 251 of Believe Bigger, influence requires surrender. When it comes to glorifying God, we never know how it is going to happen. That part, the how, is none of our business. It's our job to go where God guides, to be a willing vessel. It just so happens that my desire to do The Apprentice was also God's desire for my life. Go figure. It wasn't what most people would call a ministry, but it was where God needed me. I didn't win the show, but I won something way better six months later. Winning souls is far sweeter than success. Wow. She goes on to talk about how God's timing often won't make sense and we can't focus on the outcome. Obsession with achieving a certain outcome, even a holy one, eventually becomes an idol. It's just another form of control. And Lord, we just need you to lead us. We need you to show us your will for our life. And we want to be a vessel for you. Use our hands for your kingdom. Let's make something for your kingdom. On the Glorify app, I was listening. I have the subscription where I listen every morning to a devotional. And one of the devotionals a couple Saturdays ago was from 1 Thessalonians 4, 11 through 12, starting in verse 11. And to make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, you should mind your own business and work with your hands, just as we told you, so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders and so that you will not be dependent on anybody. You don't need me. You don't need me. I would love that you need this podcast every week, but you don't. You need Jesus. He's the answer. He's everything. He's it. Lord, use our hands. Make us a vessel for your kingdom. Give us laser-like focus on what you want us to do. I pray that for you today, wherever you're going, let every minute of this have meaning and purpose. Lord, by these stories, these testimonies that are on this podcast, let us learn how to broadcast your love. We all go through hard times, but it's all about you. Let's bring it back to you for your glory. Let's keep it simple, all for your glory. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And now here's Caleb Pierce. He's a videographer in Pensacola, and he also has a new business in town with his wife, Haley. They have Maker's Coffee Co. in Pensacola, Florida. You guys are gonna love it. Enjoy. Thank you for tuning in. Here we go. Caleb Pierce is on. How's it going, Caleb? Good. How you doing? Doing really good. I'm excited to hear how you guys started this because this is not a brick and mortar business. This is something where you're taking a table and making a delicious cup of coffee for someone who comes to your table to have a beverage. I mean, and it could be anywhere, which is the coolest thing. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah. So right now we have a, uh, like a mobile coffee cart, um, that we set up and we can, you know, we can set up in a park with a generator. We can set up in a, inside of another small business or in a space. 
Um, yeah, and that's what we're doing right now. Just have a full service espresso bar, and we're just doing the weekends mainly right now. So, how did you start this? Because I can imagine it would be different. I mean, I've I haven't seen a lot of this. I've seen little things in other bigger cities, but how did you guys start this new endeavor? Yeah, so my wife and I, I do so like my normal day job, I guess you can call it, is uh, I do like freelance video work and. Um, you know, we were just kind of praying through like, what was the long-term going to look like, you know, should we try to grow this business or is there something else God wants us to do? Like we both have a heart, I think for like a ministry type thing, you know, but just knew I didn't want to work like at a church or in a ministry, you know, like a nonprofit necessarily, you know? Um, so we were just praying through what to do. And I felt like we kind of, you know, I never, I, I feel like, video wasn't the long-term goal, you know, I just didn't see my, I don't feel like I see myself doing that for the next like 10, 15 years, even, you know, um, I just knew it wasn't what like God wanted us to do. And, you know, so just like through praying about stuff, like I used to work in coffee and I always enjoyed it. I love like the customer service aspect of it. You know, I used to wait tables too. And, um, it's a, it's a grind. It can be, but it also can be a lot of fun. And, um, you know, it's very like people focused and I, that's what I love the most about it probably. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, so we were just praying and we were going to try to open up our own coffee shop. Like we were like, have it, getting a plan together. We got all their branding done. Um, we got, you know, kind of our, our goal vision mapped out. We were meeting with like banks. We were like looking at spaces. And this was early 2019, actually. And, um, you know, I had stopped taking weddings at the time. I was still doing some video work, but I felt like God said, you know, hey, now's the time to stop taking on weddings. And I was like, okay. I mean, like, that's our main source of income. It's probably like 80% of our income at the time, Mm. you know. Mm -hmm. And um, so I stopped taking them. But then, like, we were kind of rocking and rolling things weren't fully like opening up for us, you know, we were just trying to be diligent and try to like keep moving forward until we felt like God said to stop doing it. Right. 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 Um, Right. And so many people I feel like can relate to that because you're just like waiting on the Lord in this time, right? Like you're, you feel a nudge that something needs to change, but you don't know what, so you're waiting for the door to open. So yes, I just feel like so many people listening can relate. So go ahead keep going. Well, yeah. And just on that, like I had a mentor tell me, you know, like if you don't know what to do, keep doing what you know to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, that's just kind of that waiting on the Lord. Like, I think the Lord will give you clear direction. And then when you're, when you like, if in that time of waiting, it's just, you should keep doing what you know that you should be doing, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. just try to be diligent and steward it. And, um, but yeah, we were moving forward and, you know, and we, all of a sudden it just kind of one day it was like, just kind of felt like the Lord said to us, you know, put this on pause, like, don't like quit it, but just put it on hold. And, okay. um, as soon as we, so we did. And two weeks later, we found out we were pregnant actually. Really? And, um, yeah. yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. And like a lot of other stuff led up to that. Just we had some other life changes just with like church and different things like that. And yeah. just a lot was going on. And then whenever we found out we were pregnant, it just, and it just felt really confirming of why we were supposed to wait. Amen. You know? Yeah. But then I love also, when that happens. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
but then also fast forward to 2020, you know, we would have been like a year in to our business, maybe eight months. And then like COVID would have hit, you know what I mean? So it would have been uh, pretty challenging, you know, because it's not like we had investors, you know, to float us. Um, And this was a new concept, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, it was the question there. Were you still questioning, hey, brick and mortar? Or were you saying, hey, let's get a really cool, I, I want to call it a cart, but it's yeah, really it's a, a bar. I mean, it, it's yeah. beautiful, you know? It's wooden, yeah. it's huge. Like, I mean, it's not huge where it's taking up a full room, but it's big enough to where it's like a bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, we, so during like early 2019, it was like brick and mortar. Like the okay. mobile thing wasn't really a thought. Okay. Um, and then, you know, we were just kind of waiting and waiting. And then um, one day I saw on Instagram, like I'd seen a cart before, but it, it just never clicked before, you know, because like some people have done them and even a few people locally have had something kind of similar, you know what right, I mean? Right, like right. some type of mobile setup. Right. But one day I saw one and I was just like, man, like, I felt like the Lord said, like, that's what you're supposed to do, you yeah. know? And it that's was good. like interesting because I had seen it before mm-hmm. like a hundred times yeah. and I'd actually even filmed one before but it just never crossed my mind to do it yeah you know, it's not like something I sought out to do if yeah. that makes sense I mean um, I can so because I visited your cart and that's how this conversation sparked about doing having this conversation but I just so see you in that space of connecting with people and because yeah. you're meeting people where they are either at a park or a festival an event while they're shopping and you're people focused, like you said, you and your wife, Haley, people focused and you're meeting them where they are. I mean, I can't imagine that you would have had this idea, you know, right when you first started thinking about new opportunities, but he really wove it together. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's pretty crazy. Just like, you know, I felt like, and that was probably November, 2019. So not that long ago. And it's like, as soon as we saw it, it just all this vision started coming and everything just started working together. We started like, I had tried getting a website domain like two mm-hmm. and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And then like, I emailed a guy um, right around Christmas time, I guess. Didn't hear back from him for like a month. Um, and I was about to buy this other random domain. And then I feel like the Lord said, just wait till tomorrow, like just buy it tomorrow. And I was okay. like, okay next morning like 7 a.m i get an email from this guy in portugal who has the domain that i wanted and he said he wanted to have a zoom call to chat about it and um so i got on the call with him and he was like yeah i don't really want to sell the domain like and i was just at first i was like well why are we even having this call you right, know right um and he was like i just want to give it to you and i was just like it was why are just we like, having this call <laughs> yeah it was crazy like how he just things started like working working out you know what I mean and um, I feel like God kind of gave us like fresh vision and just a lot of stuff like on how to do it yeah um you know it was like I don't know it was just nice to like feel like we were walking in like his purpose you know and um his timing and then it's just stepping into that yeah um but yeah it's been really cool like just to kind of see the fruit of that yeah what's the website it's a makers.coffee. How cool is that website? Yeah. Makers.coffee. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty I sweet. I mean, how would you even think about, I didn't know that you could do a word dot whatever word you want. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's getting more popular now. So mm-hmm. like our emails, hello at makers.coffee, which is kind of fun. Um, yeah. Just keeps it really consistent, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. You guys have got the branding down. The website is so cute. I love it because you guys have an espresso machine. I mean, this is just the coolest thing. I just want to encourage the person listening that like, no matter what your position is, you can use it to glorify God. Like if you're going to get a cart and serve delicious coffee on it, like to the best of your ability, you're going to do it for the Lord. Like you can, you can do it for the Lord, you know? just so cool have you had any cool conversations with people that was like god led i'd say the coolest thing probably is like just the amount of opportunity it's brought and and then even just being able to quickly connect with people yeah um like i feel like it's been more of like we've been able to share our story a little bit you know and um it depends on the situation. Like sometimes I don't go as deep into it, but I always try to like make sure I honor God and like all that we, like that I say as far mm-hmm. as like, you know, it's like, Hey, why are you doing this? You know, it's just like, it, instead of saying like, Oh, it's just a cool idea we thought of, you know, it's like actually telling them like, well, we're just being obedient to what God like told us to do. And then even if they're not a believer, like that can be like an awkward thing to say, yeah. you know, it's just like, you yeah. got to be sensitive to how you bring it up. But trying to get that story across and also just like um you know I think I don't know I've had a few friends even just kind of talk to me and what they could see with it being just what they kind of see over it you know like it being an opportunity to like share about God and share the gospel ultimately um you know it hasn't I haven't been able to like share the gospel necessarily through it but I think I've I've been able to share about like Jesus and just like what he's done for us and how we're just being obedient, you know what I mean? And, um, and I think it's been an encouragement, hopefully for others, you know, my whole thing is, I think people, everybody has something they're like, um, they're created to make, you know what I mean? Or essentially, and maybe it's in their own job, but it's always about like pursuing what God has for you to do, you know? Um, and that's what we've been trying to encourage people with. Something to make. Everybody has something to make. Yeah. Can you speak on that for a little bit? Like, is there anything else in your heart about everybody has something to make? Yeah, I mean, um, I don't, that one just kind of came to me, honestly, you know, and it's like, it really does kind of tie in with our name because, you know, my wife actually came up with the name. Okay. And, yeah. Um, Tell me about it. You know? Yeah. yeah so like we, uh, you know, we, we are, she, you know, we get asked about it. It's not like necessarily this super always deep thing. I think it was like, it came to us and then it's Mm -hmm. like, it's, it's evolving. And like, we're realizing what it means as we go, you know, that's so good. Amen. Like, yeah, that is divine. When you are realizing what it is as you go, you know, I mean, same with this podcast, same with just parenting, like, Yes. Like God is revealing his glory through it. Okay. Yes. So keep going. Sorry to cut you off, but that was just so many people can relate. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, things doesn't, don't always make sense of why you're doing it. And then it's like, you start doing it and you're like, Oh, okay. Like now it all makes sense. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like, you know, even just on a practical level, it's like, we're making, like we're making drinks and like, we want to be like crafters of what we're doing. And we want to like, partner with other makers you know to do things like collaborations and stuff like that and even just like the collaboration with all of our design work like I'm really proud of our branding and the people in the 
the company who helped us with it. It's my buddy Andrew Wiseman. Um, oh, cool. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah, he, yeah, he he did an incredible job, and he's continuing to help us with stuff like as we go and did our our menu and our shirt design and stickers and all this stuff and our mugs and um, you know, so there's definitely that aspect. But then even after we had the name, it's cool because it's like um, we're making like we're serving people, you know, and we're doing that because of like our maker you know what I mean like God Amen. is the ultimate maker and it's like we get to make things because he made us and um so like that's what's pretty cool about like the name um I guess about going back to the whole thing of like everybody has something they can make or you know they can all have an impact um I just it's tough because I think there's just been this stigma um in our, mainly I would just say in America for sure yeah. Um, and then other parts of like more, um, you know, uh, first world environments, like where you only do ministry if you like, or if you have like the term pastor or evangelist, like in front of your name yeah. and, um, or you're on staff at a church or something. Right. And 99.8% of a congregation does, isn't on staff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Preach. they're, they're yes. they're supposed to be equipped to go into the world you know what i mean yes. and do the work of the ministry yes. so it's like i think marketplace ministry has definitely been something that has been coming up more and more and i think people are realizing the like the importance of it mm. um and it's like you know i mean even as like somebody who works like an eight to five job you know yeah. um like in a like say at a bank you know it's right. like they can be doing, they can be in like God's will and still have an impact. It's just a matter of your perspective on what's like impactful for like, how are you living for God? You know exactly. I mean? Yeah. 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 And what's your gifting? You know, maybe mm -hmm. like I met this woman yesterday and her gifting is in accounting. She's like, this is what she says to me. My, my face hit the floor. I'm like, Oh no. Oh my I love numbers. I love them. Yeah. I know how they work. I know where they go. And when they come in and when I need to balance a sheet, I just love it. I love to have answers with these numbers and be able to tell people results. I'm just like, mm -hmm. this woman took a number on a piece of paper. That means nothing to me and made it come alive. You know what I yeah. mean? I mean, God Blessing. gifted her with that. <laughs> exactly. Thank God for a good accountant. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, I mean, God gifted her with that ability. And to just think of all the different gifts and talents that people have, you know, singers and writers and musicians, people who have the ability to encourage how many different yeah. things can you do? So for sure, you're it's all about being obedient, you know? Yes. All about being obedient. Go and more into that if you don't mind because the word obedient is such a big word and we want to be obedient to Christ but how do we do that yeah I mean I think it comes down to do you actually want to be surrendered to what he wants you to do in your life because I feel like even for me like if any whoever's listening like from Pensacola they know about Pensacola Christian and that's where I grew up going to school and everything and um, I learned a lot about God and that he was my savior yeah. I didn't know what it meant to like actually live for him, you okay. know, until after I got out of school. And, um, I mean, it was all part of God's timing and stuff, but I think for my life, but I think there's just a big disconnect in the sense that like God's more than just our savior. Like he's actually our ruler and we should be like 
wanting to serve him and sacrifice ourselves. He's the only one we should sacrifice ourselves for. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, it's like, are we actually willing to lay down our lives like for him? And doesn't mean like look forward to being like executed. It just means like, am I going to die to myself and my desires to want to serve him? Right. You know. Right. When it and says- serving him does fulfill your desires, honestly. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I love it when you said marketplace ministry, like marketplace ministry. I'm taking that with me. Anybody who's listening, yeah. like we're in the market, baby. We're If we're in our city, if we're in our house, working out of our house to send goods out, whatever it is, like we are in the market, marketplace ministry. And so this yeah. is so funny. The other day I was talking to a friend and, you know, I'm always looking for good guests. I'm like, you know, who's serving the Lord? Like, who's going to give them the glory? Like, let's get them on so we can encourage other people to do what they do for Jesus. And she was like, what kind of guests are you looking for? And, you know, I love pastors. Like, don't get me wrong to have a pastor on here would be great, whatever. But I'm not looking for the pastor. I'm looking for the people in the church. You know what I mean? I'm looking for you and me, like to come alongside and say, hey, what are you doing? What are you making? You know, let me get some mm-hmm. of that coffee. Like, wh- how are you stepping out in faith by providing something to the community and then using your gifts and talents to broadcast God's love? I just think what you said about marketplace ministry is so cool. Um, I would do want to ask you what Bible verse is helping you in this season. So if you don't mind sharing that with us. Yeah, so the verse that kind of came to me recently was uh, Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. Um, this is the New Living Translation. It says, then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Yeah. Um, that's definitely been a verse I have uh, just been gravitating towards because with doing the coffee and still doing video stuff yeah. during the week, like it was interesting because it was probably the first time I ever like I've been tired before but it was the first time I ever like felt weary and um just kind of drained that was like honestly it was just like a couple weeks ago you know it's just like man am I doing like am I doing something wrong like and I think it was just uh a lot of striving just trying to like keep things going you know what I mean and just adding a lot of extra worry instead of sitting back and just letting God do what he, he's been doing, you know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. just overthinking stuff. And I think it, it wasn't like ill intention. And I don't think a lot of times it is because it's just, we're just trying to keep progressing forward and seek like what God wants us to do. But I think there's a way to do that. And it's to seek him first, you know what I mean? Um, and to like, actually wait on him. Like, are we willing to wait and see what he wants us to do? And are we willing to wait on his timing and say yes to the right opportunities and no to the wrong opportunities, you know? Um, I mean, how do you know when it's wrong though? You know, how do you know if it's a wrong decision? But I like what you said earlier about if you're doing, if you're making a decision for the Lord, you're not going to be wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think like, um, I think we can still get it. Like, I think we can get it wrong. And I think God is definitely gracious with us and he can make it work together still. If yeah. he, if our heart's in the right place, you know, I remember one specific time in my life where I said, no, like, I, like, I just outwardly like disobeyed, 
I remember like the feeling, and I was younger, but I remember the feeling afterwards, just like, gosh, like, and I can just remember the moment, like where I was, was like at a red light, you know? Yeah. And I literally took the turn to like, go, like, I was like, no, like, I, I think this is, it's going to work out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, I think ultimately when we're trying to make a decision, it's just following, like seeking peace in a situation. And mm. I think it comes like, it's something you have to steward and grow. It doesn't, sometimes I think we can have something where it's like, you just know for sure, like God's speaking to me about this and I know exactly what I need to do. And it's very clear. My yeah. circumstances are lining up. I just read a scripture that confirmed it. You know what I mean? Yes. Like yes. that can happen, yeah. but it doesn't always happen that way. And it's like, I think there's a lot of ways God can speak to us and it could be through counsel. It can be through a scripture, through prayer. Um, it can be through a vision or a dream. Right, right. Um, it's just a matter of like seeking peace and not, and like, you just have to stop and ask yourself like, okay, this is a good situation, but is it the right situation that mm -hmm. God wants me to do? I and if it, if you that. don't know, yeah. yeah, if you don't know, like you don't have to, you shouldn't just do it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, even if it's good, just be like, Lord, yeah, even is if this it's your good. will? Yes. Yeah. Cause there's been times when it's like, this isn't the best situation. It doesn't make sense. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like in my mind, like when we, when I felt like the Lord wanted us to stop taking weddings, yeah, you know, yeah. I was like, well, I have a, like a family and, uh, you know, this is most of our income. This doesn't really make sense to do, you know, right, it doesn't seem right, smart. Right, right. I'm not saying everybody needs to like quit their job. Um, but it can happen that way. You know what I mean? And I think right. if we have a heart, that is just seeking after the Lord and actually is surrendered to him. Right. Like he's going to like give us like direction and like how, how to go about it. You yeah, know, it's all about following him. Um, have you been watching the chosen? Have you heard about I it? I just watched the newest one last night. Yeah. It's oh so good. my Lanta for anybody who is listening and you do not know what the chosen is. Lord have mercy. It is so good. Are you guys binging it? I mean, it's so, I should not be binge watching it, but we love it. It's so good. Are y'all watching? Oh, it's it like awesome. Crazy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, we like, we, so I didn't uh, watch the first season at like, well, we started the first episode and it was so slow and I was oh, like, so this slow, might yeah. not, this might not be any good. That's why like when it first came out, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I waited, we waited for the whole season to come out and then we watched all of it and like fell in love with it. Oh it's my so goodness. Good. It's so binge worthy. I, can you say oh, that yeah. on Christian like uh broadcast? <laughs> like, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Now we can. Um, Simon is like, I don't need faith. I need fish because he's trying to fish to like pay this bet, mm -hmm. this debt back to Rome. And so he, I mean, I, oh my gosh, I've been like that so much with things, you know, like I don't need Jesus in this situation. I need this to happen. Like before when I was fighting for things and yep. how Jesus came in to Simon and met him where he was, you know, and then he filled up his boat with fish to pay that debt to Rome. And then Simon followed him that action of just like, no, I need this to be accomplished in my work and fill in the blank, whatever this is for you. And God's like, but let me show you where I shine, but let me show you how I meet every need of yours. And then follow me, like, come with me, come on, let's go. You know, mm -hmm. like that, yeah. man, when you were just talking about obeying and disobeying, it's like, yes, we mess up. 
like we're sinful. All of us are, if somebody hasn't failed you, they're about to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's about to happen, but like, just, just go with them. I'm so happy that we talked about the chosen. Cause I really wanted to talk about that show. Oh my goodness. No spoiler alerts, but we know it's how so it good. ends, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. This is, this has been awesome. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 is the verse that's helping you out in this season. So thank you for sharing just what God has on your heart. Is there anything else that you want to share with us, Caleb? One thing I've been thinking about a lot lately, cause we haven't, we've, we've had opportunities to maybe go into a space, you know, and, um, should we, that does seem like the ultimate goal is to like have a space so that we could create like a, an actual brick and mortar business and have employees and different things like that. Um, yeah. you know, cause we, I definitely have a heart to where I want people to be able to work there and actually make a decent living. Yeah. And, and even if it's a stepping stone to figure out what they want to do, but I, the whole purpose I think is to like help people ultimately figure out what they should be doing. You know, yeah. like, wow. I don't want to hire someone with the expectation, like you're a lifer, you know what I mean? And like, you're only going to move up if you commit to work here for like 30 years, you know what I mean? It's like, I want to pour into people as long as we can, like while we have them yeah. and, um, and treat it like a, like a ministry and help like actually disciple people, Amen. you know, you know, that that's definitely our heart. And it's just trying to be it, wait on the Lord and see like what his timing is going to be with it. Because just because there's opportunities doesn't mean you have to like seize them right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a guy that's kind of helping. He he's a, he goes to my church and he's a bit, he's a business consultant for like really big businesses. and He's helping me out and uh, just being really generous and stuff. And um, he said to me, you know, you, like there's different ways to look at it. Either you have an opportunity of a lifetime or you can look at it as you're going to have a lifetime of opportunities. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, dang, like, because you kind of always hear like, the opportunity to have a lifetime has to be seized during the lifetime or the opportunity, you right, know? Right. And um, that can be true, but just because it, it is a good opportunity doesn't mean you have to step into it. Um, it's like God might have something better or he might have something smaller for you to do, but it's actually what he wants you to do. Um, you know, it's like, I you can't let your pride get in the way of like, it needs to look a certain way or be a certain amount of success, or it needs to be a business that lasts a certain amount of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I I think anybody would say, would want to say like, yeah, like if God wanted me to shut it all down tomorrow and close up and walk away from it, like I would, but it's like, would you, you know, I don't, it's hard to, it's hard to say you you will, you know what I mean? Um, Just because our pride can get in the way and, um a lot of what we think just in our mind our fear of man and what we think how things work you know but um you know we're supposed to be you know thinking about heavenly things and the kingdom is going to work a lot different than how we do it here on earth you know what I mean yeah how we've like created it as man you know yeah I think you have something more to teach us in this space because Somebody who is listening just said, but I don't want to quit my job tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like define a little bit more to us about what that means to be living in the day, being in the present that you're in, you know, being grateful for the day that you're in, but not worrying about tomorrow. You don't mind. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, 
if you want biblical evidence for it, you can see a, like when Jesus called the disciples to, you know, leave everything and follow him or the rich young ruler, you know what uh, I mean? Um, preach, yeah, good. That is a circumstantial situation. So it doesn't mean it applies to everyone. Yeah. But if you feel like the Lord is like very clearly telling you to pack up everything or to move or to do something like, um, it's good to take that into consideration and to seek counsel on it from other people. Yeah. Wise but not counsel. just like, yeah, wise counsel, not the, you know, cause some people, <laughs> you know, they're like, Oh, we don't want to see you go. Or like, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because a lot of people have good intentions, but it's also like, you got to look, you want to look to people who have that fruit of they have sacrificed everything, you right, know, right. Um, not the people who have just kind of been a part of the system and been successful. You know Amen. What I mean? Amen. Yes. I have gotten some bad advice in my life. <laughs> yeah. And, and then it's acted like, on it. And then it's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely like biblical precedent for it for, yeah. um, you know, if the Lord is speaking directly to you about it, to do it, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. um, but you know, you have to be careful with that. Cause I'm not saying like, just because it happened for one person means it's yeah. going to be the same way for the next, you know? Yeah. Um, I think we're taking it with a grain of salt. I think it's for sure. You know, there's a scripture I'm going to pull up real quick. Okay. Romans 12 verse two in the ESV version says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So like there's a testing involved and I don't know about you, Caleb, but on all my exams in high school, I didn't just get A's. (laughs) I got a Mm -hmm. lot of D's and C's and stuff like that. So like, you know, we're learning, we learn, we learn as we go and we're learning the will of God. Like that's such a big word to like, you were talking about the beginning, the will of God. I want to walk in the will of God. Yeah. Yeah. Man, this is great. This is so like, thank you, Lord, for people like Caleb who are making the marketplace his ministry. Um, man, that's so cool. Okay. Is there any, we want to follow you. So yeah. Um, Makers Coffee Co. on Instagram. You guys have the website makers.coffee. And then I will say your coffee cup by Makers, Makers, you know, like the logo Makers for Makers, by Makers for Makers. Is that your slogan? Yeah, that's kind of been our little tagline we've been going with. Yeah. Where are you guys going to be next? So we're hoping that we can start setting up on every Saturday um, on Palafox and Maine right there um kind of next above a sweet shop and um yeah just right there on the corner of palafox and maine you'll see us from like eight to one on saturdays that's a great location across the street from ruby slipper and yeah yeah if you guys are visiting pensacola you guys are locals check them out makers coffee co and if you want to get some merch you know you can go on their website but <laughs> makers for makers caleb at the end of every podcast we always pray lord decrease us and increase you god in jesus name i pray amen amen hey this is dustin one of the pastors at grace bible church in sebring florida thanks for tuning in to listen to broadcast his love with ricky van stewart i hope you also consider joining us on our podcast as well Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. 
Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hi, y'all. This is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakinn.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest. <laughs>